Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. We have reached day 15, the final day of Aki Basho. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave. We're going to bring you all the action. It was a wild and crazy one. I am completely spent. <laughs> I have nothing left in the tank. Oh. But for the next hour or so, I'm going to dig deep. Yep. And we're going to go through all the action from this incredible final day of sumo. We'll clean all the buckets later. Yeah, <laughs> They're the all buckets. out the back. They're lying around the house and they are full up. Uh, just a quick thanks first to people who came and hung out uh, on our YouTube live stream today. So we do a live commentary when we can, mostly day one, day 15, and sometimes day eight. If you'd like to check that out, go to our YouTube channel, Sumo Mainichi, catch up on all the action. Of Jurio, we should say, the great Jurio. division that is Jurio. And yeah, all of our Jurio friends, thank you so much. It means so much again to have you in the chat and to be able to watch that excellent action with you. We also wanted to say a huge thanks to just people who are so generous and have been giving uh, donations to the Sake Fund. We wanted to say a huge thank you today on day 15 to Matt and Peter. Thank you, Matt and Peter. We love your work. Legends. Uh, there's other ways you can support the podcast if like Matt and Peter, you would like to make a contribution to the Sake Fund, you can do so through PayPal using our Gmail address, sumomanichi at gmail.com. Uh, other ways you can support the podcast is by buying some merchandise. Yes. So we've got T-shirts on Redbubble. We have enamel pins on Bandcamp, don't ask. <laughs> uh, these links are available. Uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, check out any uh, description of any video all the links are there. It's too boring. <laughs> That's right. And if you want to get notified when we are doing the Jurio live stream, when you're on that YouTube page, just subscribe to it and you'll get a little, hello, Sumo Manichia going live on day one of, uh, well, yes, it will be on day one of next special. Well, <laughs> yes, it's just because it be. we're going to Japan, but we're going a bit later. So okay. it will be day one. The other thing we'd like to tell you at the top of the show uh, Dr. Ben Marshman, who is a friend of the podcast, has launched a web store, mm. tegatastore.com. That's tegatastore.com. This is a repository of some amazing sumo memorabilia, mostly Tegata, so the sumo hand stamps that are signed by the rikishi uh, on, on a piece of paper. Uh you're on the website at the moment. You're browsing. You're surfing the web. What kind of names can you see there that they've got in terms of Tagata? I am. Well, there are some great ones. Like a whole lot of Yokozuna. Mm. Wakanohana is there. Futuhagaru. Yeah. Like, let's go back in time. Yeah. Konshiki. Uh, Ozeki. Uh, Endo's there. Nishiki Fuji, Tochinoshin. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? Actually, that's sold out. My bad. I'm trying not to stray into the sold out territory oh, because actually, <laughs> since I checked last, yeah. this match is going fast. So be careful. There's Takara Fuji still there though. Snap that <laughs> okay. up. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to talk to Dr. Ben about some kind of dynamic pricing so that, you know, I know there's a Tagata there from Kotoeko that I'm keeping an eye on, but with his result in this basho. Oh yeah. Bring it down in the price. price comes down. <laughs> so you, you might think, well, I invest in this now oh. and Kotoeko gumberizes and does <laughs> yeah. better next time, gets 10 wins. Yep. I can sell that for a profit. <laughs> is there a, 
Is there a kind of Tagata yeah, stock market that we could get going? <laughs> you can also get Torakumi sheets. They're yeah. what we call the homework, which is uh, at the start of Makuchi, you hold up uh, the um, Gyoji. It's the Torakumi. The Torakumi of what's about to happen. Um, and they're handwritten. Um, and they're really, really beautiful. So you can get those. And the Nabori, which are the flags that hang outside the venue with um, names of Haya and names of Rikishi on them. They're very colourful and they're amazing and they're huge. Yeah, you need a, you need a serious display uh, strategy before you buy one of these. But don't think of that before you buy no, it. Just think about it, it after. Just love sumo, buy it, and then think about that. Uh, yeah, pop All it right. up in your backyard. <laughs> Let's jump in to the day 15 action. So the special prizes mm. were announced before the bouts kicked off. Yeah, and it was an interesting one. It's always interesting how they choose to deal with special prizes. Um, sometimes there's a lot and this time um, it was very conditional and not many. So no one got the technique prize, the ginosho. This is outrageous. I think so. There was a rikishi who had put his hand up for this and that is Midori Fuji. Mm. for his promotion of the Katasukashi. His commitment and promotion of? And execution of. Yes. Uh, he was absolutely robbed and we heard the NHK commentators talking yes. about that today. But the Shakun Show, the Fighting Spirit Prize, talk about conditional. Well, there's Daiosho, if win, Takayasu, if win, Hokuseiho, if win, and Atami Fuji, if win. All of them conditional on a win today on day 15. I mean, this is stupidity. I think so because all of those guys, all of those names have shown Fighting Spirit oh. Prize. Is If I was given it unconditionally, yep. I would probably go Atami Fuji definitely, maybe Daiosho definitely. Takiyasu and Hokuseiho, I think I'm happy with the if win. I think Hokuseiho did enough mm-hmm. before yeah. the final day yeah, to warrant maybe. this. You know, yeah. I mean, does it cost them money to give these out? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we need to investigate this. I just feel like just be a little bit more generous with these awards. Mm. Dig a little deeper. The Kantoshaw outstanding performance. There's no conditions on this. Uh, Atami Fuji gets that and I think we can agree that no matter what his performance is, uh, he deserves that. Yeah. Look, let's just get this out in the open. We're obviously recording this after the action of today. Yep. You're listening to this podcast, yep. knowing exactly what happened. Yep. We're going to take you through the bouts. Yep. We're going to take you on the journey again, if you can bear to go on that journey again. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's nice to experience what we all went through on day 15. If we have to go through it again, let's all go through it again together. Let's work it out. Let's work it we out. We know the result. Everyone knows we all know the result. But we're going to push through. Let's go. And look, uh, we're going to we're going to start off with yeah. Nishiki Fuji, a surprise win over Mitakumi, took him to five and ten. A possible trip down to Jurio. I've got him on the danger list. Yes. Mitakumi finishing on nine and six at Magashira eleven. That's no, not the Yusho, but it's it's not. It's, it's a, a solid record. effort, but. You know, I would have expected another couple of wins from Mitakumi. I reckon don't come out before 
November Basho and announce that you're going to win the year show. Just no, carry on, Mitaki. I disagree. I no. loved that attitude. <laughs> okay. I mean, did it pan out? No, but I love that he's coming in with a positive. Yeah. Uh, I think he needs to come out next time, say, Zen show, you show. Yeah, okay. 15 0. Why not? Why not? No, it's fun. Yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. Then Endo, he pulled off a super cool Kirikaeshi against Kirikaeshi. You don't say that very often. No. Against Kodoshoho to finish on nine and six. A, well, tell, tell us what a Kirikaeshi so is. The Kirikaeshi is the twisting backward knee trip. Now, those four words put in sequence don't make a lot of sense. When you see this move, it all comes together. This was brilliant sumo from Endo. It was really good. It was like he was about to go and watch it if you yeah. haven't already, I think. This is really worth seeing. It was like he was about to throw forwards, yep. but then he kind of put his his leg was out and he kind of brought Kodoshoho back with the belt and flipped him backwards over his leg. And it was such a sudden movement. And even for a Kirikaishi which you don't see that often anyway, this was a particularly brazen yeah. and clear one. Yeah, it was so, so good. So Endo uh, finishes on nine and six. You'd have to say that's a positive result for him. Uh, Kodoshoho, Kodoshoho what did he five on? and ten yeah, at okay. Magashira 14. So I I didn't have him on uh, my danger list, but I think... Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> I think he is too. <laughs> little maths on my fingers there. Um, Yogiryu overwhelmed Kim Borzan to finish on 10 and 5. Great basho from Yogiryu. Kim Borzan finishing on 9 and 6. Now, we were talking about the Ginosho, the Technique Prize. Midori Fuji, up yes. until day 14, had given us four. Yep, four. Katasukashi, what does he do against Daoyama today? Yeah, well, big old Katasukashi. Big old Katasukashi. This was huge. Midori. Hang on, there's five before and now there's six. Oh, so now six. Yeah. yeah. Okay, massive. Midori Fuji finishes with eight wins in a row, mm. five Katasukashi amongst them. Six. Oh, God, six. <laughs> six. It feels impossible to One, say. One, two, three, four, no, five, six. Yep. You're exactly right. Yep. An outstanding second week from Midori Fuji, and I think this bodes well for him coming into November. Just took him a little bit of time to get going. Aoyama, however, mm. Maegashira 14, 5 and 10. Yeah. Is he on your danger list? He is. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of guys dropping yeah. down. I'll, I'll try and um, summarise them all at the end, but yeah, a lot of people in trouble. But I'm so happy about Midori Fuji because that March disappointment when yeah. he was in the running for the U show, then absolutely dropped the ball. In May and July, he was struggling to get back for whatever reason, whether through injury or through just sheer disappointment. And he's finally got that vibe of sumo back. And it's so fun to watch. It's funny. I mean, I could imagine criticising another Rikishi for an over-reliance on one winning style. Mm. I just have 0% of that with Midori no. Fuji. No, it because always, it's so cool. <laughs> it's also it's always so cool. It always feels just a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And you're not really ready for it either. No. Like for some reason yep. the setup is clear when you see it on the replay, but I, I'm never, every time I watch a Midori Fuji bout, I'm fresh. I'm never yeah. thinking about the Kashi and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. Sweet. Yeah, very cool for him. We're very happy. Oho got pushed out by Kagiaki for a day 15 loss after a disappointing basho. Yeah. 
for him. He finished on five and ten. Kagiyaki definitely. He's not only on the danger list. He's uh, down he's already in the, on the certainty list. Back, back to Jurio for Kagiyaki and Chiyoshima two bound for Jurio. Even after a win today, bit of a weird win against Ryudan. Maybe Ryudan a little bit tired. It was a good Kodanage. He finishes Chiyoshima three and twelve, and Ryudan finishing on six and nine at Magashira six. It will be interesting to see Chiyoshima down in Jurio. Yeah, it will actually. It's going to feel weird. I reckon he'll wreck. He, he'll either wreck or he will retire. Yeah. Yep. I think you're right there. Onosho and Tsurugisho, both coming into today, already had their kachikoshi. Tsurugisho was in the Yusho race. We were talking about him a bit earlier in the basho until about day 11. And then he, he was uh, catapulted upwards in the Torakumi to uh, Ura and Wakamoto Haru. He lost three times in a row. Lost again to Onosho today to finish on. Well, I called it a disappointing 8-7, but I think. I think it's okay. Look, I think there are a lot of positive signs. I think Tsurugisho would have won a whole bunch of new fans with his sumo this time around. And I mean, he he overachieved early, there's no doubt. When he was given the go against the Sanyaku, that's not where he he should be. Yep. Yep. Agree. Yep. Oh, no, sure. Nine and six. Nine and six. Okay. Sadanumi and Shonanumi were up next. Shonanumi at Maegashira 5 coming in on seven wins and seven losses. Sadanumi, I believe, was also on the same score. Yep. So this was a Nanashore, Nanahai matchup. Sadanumi looked, ooh, so good out of the touchy eye, straight on the belt of Shonanumi, and he marched Shonanumi back over the bales. Kachikoshi for Sadanumi. Yeah, and he was, uh, did a little strut. He looked very proud of himself, and so he should. Give himself that, uh, give him that. I think at Magashira 12, you know, he's probably a little bit low, but he is... Moving on in age, (laughs) you could say. Keeps going up. Yeah, and to be able to defeat a newcomer, um, a younger man like Sean Anumi, who is so motivated, was uh, pretty good for him today. But Sean Anumi just picking up fans every day. And I think that, yes, this is a makakoshi for Sean Anumi, but at Maegashira 5 in his second Makuchi appearance, 7 and 8 is a perfectly respectable score, yep. keeps him in that middle pack and gives him a platform to grow from in the future. I think you're right. And just dropping down a tiny bit from Magashira 5, maybe that's nice. I, you know, I you just get good. to go around your own level rather than having to go up too high. Yeah. Takanosho today defeated Daishoho to finish on 6 and 9. This really continues his very patchy run of uh, Makakoshi, Kachikoshi, Makakoshi uh, across the last year. Yeah, Takanosho. Yeah, Yeah, just so up and down. I I don't know whether I was talking myself into this, but I felt like I was seeing glimpses of the old Takanosho, but then those glimpses... They were taken away. They were taken away (laughs) by Takanosho. Disintegrated, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He took them away himself. But six and nine he finishes on Daishoho at Maegashira 17. Three wins, 12 losses. I've never seen a bigger demotion back to Jurio. Yep. He's going to go deep into the bunty. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. All right. Uh, Hiroda Umi. He unleashed the beast yeah. against Tamawashi today. <laughs> goes for it. Yeah. I mean, he finished this basho in the way he's been doing it every day. Just, 
I mean, he is the chaos merchant at the mm. moment. Just goes hard and fast. Too much for Tamawashi. So Hiradumi at Mikashira 8 finishes on 6 and 9. Tamawashi at Mikashira 3 finishes on 2 and 13. I had to go back. I scrolled all the way back and I could not find a worse performance for Tamawashi mm. in terms of wins. Yeah. Ouch. I, I did see a stat which... Helpfully, I didn't write down. <laughs> but on NHK, maybe yesterday or the day before, that he's still advancing on that leaderboard of most bouts in a row without a um, Kujo. Yeah. Uh, so he's really still up there. I think, did he just pass someone today? Yeah, I think he might have moved, yeah, during this basho up one spot to like number six. Or maybe even higher. Maybe it's like three. Uh, oh, I don't know. He's really up there. But at, but at this point, just being there and losing 13 days doesn't feel like an achievement to mm. me. I would much rather, if if this is an injury, take the time off, come back healthy. Mm. He'll see a very, very big slide with this score. Yep. Yeah, I think so. No good for him. Uh, next up, we had Shota and Takara Fuji. And actually, the other stat that I saw was most consecutive bouts in Makuchi and Takara Fuji again. I didn't write it down, so I don't know exactly where he is. But he also is is high up in that and moved up a position. <laughs> Do you like my statistics? I love They're it, and this broad. is why. This is why you need to listen to Sumo Manager. Yeah. You don't get the exact stats. Don't need them. You get a feeling of the stats. Yeah, yeah. Tamawashi's been in Sumo for a long time. Has never gone Kujo. Can't argue Same with that. Same with Takara Fuji. Can't argue with that. But his is particularly in Makuchi. <laughs> Come on. Oh, come on. Shodai was his <laughs> opponent today. They both came into this on seven and seven. I wished that I'd bought um, a daikon from the store yesterday so I could brandish it today and pick him up another win as it's his, uh, what do you call, uh, thing that represents <laughs> someone? Uh, Mascot. Ma- <laughs> I call I it short Can a vegetable be a mascot? So. Yeah, okay. I think so. I didn't have it, but uh, it worked today despite just thinking about the daikon. Meant that Shodai was able to pull it off with a throw down to the ground. That's his Kachikoshi at Maigashira 3. I was happy about it. There's something so innately cool about Shodai. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I think I saw someone on Twitter say, He's no different whether he wins or loses. And I, I don't agree with that entirely. But I do think when he wins, he accepts it with a certain level of, huh, I knew that was going to happen. Of course. Yeah. Is it? Is there a rule in sumo that you can't pop on a pair of sunglasses while you accept the win? Because <laughs> that would be really cool. If he had it buried in his, his, his mug. Oh, no, so you like, wrestle Bubble. with the sunglasses up on you. <laughs> the top of your head and then just no, flip them down. No, they're like inserted into I inserted, it. inserted, yeah. And you pull them out, flip them open and pop them on. Love it. Short I Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Short I Kachikoshi. Yep. Maigashira 3, yep. 8 and 7. The bad news for Tucker Fuji fans, that's his Makakoshi today, 7 and 8. Okay. Mm. We come to the first of the big ones. Atami Fuji at Maigashira 15 faces off against ex Ozeki Asunyama at Maigashira 2. Everyone knows what's at stake here. For Atami Fuji, a win here gives him the Yusho. He just needs to overcome Asunyama. 
We saw a bit of talk overnight around this piece of programming. Yeah, yeah, there was some disappointment perhaps that he wasn't put up against um, another Ozeki or someone higher. And I say, who would want to face Asani Yama? Yeah, exactly. I, I thought this they were interesting takes, and by interesting I mean ice cold. <laughs> because... Asaniyama is one of the hardest Rikishi to beat out there. I think it's harder because Asaniyama has, so he'd already got his kachikashi, that's fine, but he is so ambitious. He is so strong. He is so good. Yes, maybe this tournament hasn't been his best, but. He can do so much. Yeah. He eats younger Rikishi Yes, for exactly. any meal he wants at any time. Yeah. And, and, and Atambi Fuji hasn't fought him before. Yeah. So I felt that this was perfect. And I thought that if Atami Fuji could overcome Asanyama, have the Yusho. Mm. I was happy with it. Yeah. The bout though. Yes. I thought Atami Fuji's Tachiyai was good. He got in close. You could see that he was going for the belt. Yes, reaching what, his hand out. Yeah, watching on the replay, missed one, missed the other. Now here... Asaniyama, while this was going on, just got on the body and he just used his bulk just to move Atami Fuji back. There wasn't much Atami Fuji could do here. He seemed to put everything on getting a belt grip on Asaniyama. And he did actually get it, but by the time oh, he got it, it he was moved yeah. back too far and there was no, no leverage that he could yeah. do with it. This was over very quickly. So... What that means for the Yusho race here is that uh, Atami Fuji will be in a playoff. Mm. The question, and we, the reason we know definitely is because Daesho and Takakesho fight. Mm-hmm. So at least one of those two will fight with him. Uh, and then there's a couple of other Rikishi who might be able to join that playoff, but let's keep going. Yeah. Well, they did put some, um, they, were, they went into this bout in particular with everything NHK that we were watching, they were showing Atami Fuji's sister, who we know is a sumo champion in her own right at the high school that they went to. Sporting a pretty cool black eye. Oh, she, she's such a boss. I'm obsessed with her. She looked extremely nervous, yeah. but so cool. She was sitting just in front of his mum yep. or their mum, well, presumably. Who was an absolute mess. Yeah. <laughs> she Smiling, was a mess. crying, burying her face <laughs> in an Atami Fuji <laughs> towel. Of course. And yeah. they, they showed them quite a bit in the lead up and then not that much afterwards. No, 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 no. Um, They also showed some stats up on the screen, like all of this stuff about Atami Fuji being young and that if he'd get the Yusho, he was the, you know, he'd be the fourth youngest Yusho winner taking Hakuho's place there. He'd be the quickest to get a Yusho. Um, so it was such a build up to this bout. And I think it really... Um, I think it was a great one putting him up against a sunny arm. I just want to say that again. I, it, it was really clever programming. But let's move on to Koto Echo versus Mace. Yeah. <laughs> Mace, he got an easy win. Koto Echo maybe today just wanted to get it over and done with. He finishes on six and nine Koto Echo. No MP3. Yeah, no MP3. Pop that back in the trash. Yeah. Mace, he's... M- at Magajira 1 is a 7 and 8. That's still disappointing yeah, from yesterday as well. I was disappointed. Given still that, disappointed. Given that we know there are two Komasubi places open, this was Meisei's chance. Mm. Oh, I thought his sumo was fine but just not quite good enough. 
Uh, the final bout before Sanyaku was Hokuto Fuji at Maegashira 1 versus Abi the Cheat at Maegashira 2. For once, Abi met his opponent's charge. Uh, he, but then Abi stepped aside and slapped Hokuto Fuji down to give Abi the win. Now, look, I don't mind this. No, I don't like this it. Is, this is as no. honest as Abi, Abi's sumo Not is going to get. Sure. Yep. Hokuto Fuji finishes on eight and seven. Yeah. At Maegashira 1... You know, well, he better not be leapfrobbed by Ar- yeah. Arby. Well, no, I because don't think he Arby will be. finishes it. He won't uh, be. He's Magashira two. Magashira two, two nah, nine and six. Nah, he'll be fine. That would be the ultimate. Like who? Who nah. else is up there? No one wants that. No. Nah. No. Nah. They're very respectful of rankings. There's no way a nine six at Magashira two would beat an eight seven at one. Well, there are two spots anyway, so yeah. I guess it's going to be. Hokuto Fuji and Abi anyway. Yeah. And Asani Yama is the one who <laughs> who would be annoyed about that, I suppose, because he might have been able to leapfrog Abi there if he hadn't have won today. True. Or any other day he did a dirty old massive hanker. All right, let's get into Sanyaku. Gono Yama came up against Tobizaru the first time that these two met. I thought it would be a great battle and it was. It was slapping, pushing, thrusting. Tobizaru tried to pull Gono Yama through with the arm, but they're both so fast, these yeah. two. I'm consistently I, surprised by how fast Gono Yama is. Me too. And, I mean, Tobizaru knows how to turn up the tempo knob. And he did that today. But Gonayama, for, for a big ricochet, just so, so quick to respond. And just in the end, just had too much that uh, for Tobizaru to take. Yep. Gonayama found the right angle, pushed Tobizaru out. Tobizaru finishing at Komasubi, as we mentioned before, with a Makakoshi, a losing record, six and nine yeah. in the end. So he'll take a... a Fall of a couple of places. Gonoyama at uh, Magashira 5. He may well have been overpromoted. Who said that? But he <laughs> came through with the goods. Nine and six. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. impressive. Yeah. Very, very impressive. Xgoedo would be very pleased with his charge. Komasubi Nishikigi was up against Magashira 4. Ura in the second Sanyaku bout. Nishikigi obviously coming in with that losing record already. Ura, though... He's got his winning record. So this was about just getting those extra white dots next to the name. Ura came out hard. He jammed uh, a hand under Nishikiki's chin and was his other hand was on his body, pushing so hard. I was really impressed that Nishikiki could stand against this pressure. Yeah. Yeah. But he stood up. He stood up. But he also went down. He went down. I mean, when you are resisting this much, Ura would have been feeling the the force that uh, Nishiki was ha- having to exert to stay upright, steps away, pulls Nishikiki down. I always wonder, when they've got them up by a pure Norowa, like around the throat, do you grab the actual throat and pull them down with that? Because that would, you know, cut off your sort of wind and that would be sure. a, quite a harsh move. I don't know. That sounds like a question for Reddit sumo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ura, so, all right. Ura finishes Burn. on nine and six. Nishikigi, <laughs> five and ten. Yeah, I know. It didn't happen for him in the end and it really didn't. Like we were sort of every day we're like, oh, maybe he's going to um, front up again and pull a few back at the end. But It's funny how one win can make a difference. Toby Zaru, the other Komasubi, we're like, oh, six, nine, okay, that's yeah. fair enough. And it's and only like, one difference. The tragedy of Nishikigi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I mean, 
Nishikigi, getting Takamasubi, I think, was the achievement. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's disappointing, but for him at this stage in his career to even be there, yeah. I think we've seen what we needed to see. Yeah, yep, and we enjoyed it. And it feels like he was there for quite a while. Sumo time <laughs> yeah. dilates and yep. contracts and... Uh, I hope that he gets back there, but it might not be possible. Look, we had Konowaka versus Wakamoto Haru. Next, Wakamoto Haru in form. Konowaka the same. Wakamoto Haru landed the right hand on the belt. They went body to body here, trying to work each other around. Eventually, there was a lockup on the belt. There was a brief moment of calm. Wakamoto Haru then went for the drive to the Tuara, but Konowaka turned him around, pushed him step by step back across and falling him, uh, forcing him to fall backwards and out. I never like this when they just purely fall backwards and well, land on the corner of but, the day. But this was Wakamoto Haru. He could have stepped out. Yeah, he could have. He could yeah. have. He just wanted to see if he could hold himself I there long so. enough to find an opening. To well, he's done it. He's done it before. He has done it before. But gee, Kodnawaka, this reversal during this bout was stunning. Mm. It really caught everyone by surprise, most of all Wakamoto Haru, <laughs> who looked to be in a pretty good position up until that point. Kodnawaka showing why he's Sekiwake. Yeah, I think really? so. A little bit of a late run on that. Yeah. Uh, Patchy days um, sort of came and went, but when he is feeling it, it works so well for him. Wakamoto Haru, he was able to beat one out of the three Ozeki this time mm. around, so beat Kirishima. Yep, um, that Probably, was a good again, not his best showing and not being able to get to double digits I think is a problem. I think it's something that he needs to work on. That's two nine sixes in a row now after an 11-4 and 10-5. Yeah. He really came up so fast and so hard that this little readjustment period is, you know, it's something. I think it means something. Sekiwake is a thankless position. Ugh. And I look, double digits would be great, but I think for both of our Sekiwake coming away with 9-6... That's great news. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's right. good enough. Mm. Let's just say that much. Up next, Hokuseho against Hoshoryu. Now, the stakes could not be higher. <laughs> yep. Hokuseho, a win here. We'll see him join Atami Fuji in the playoff. Uh, Hoshoryu coming in at seven and seven. A win is Kachikoshi. No one's using the K word. <laughs> Kataban around him. A loss would be a tragedy for a Shinozeki who really wants to stamp his authority on sumo. Oh, the crowd started to lift here. Yeah, this is where they got yeah. involved. They were quite quiet for the Atami Fuji Asaniyama bout. I think it's just a day 15 crowd, you know, can be some people who come in with yeah. businesses or on um, arrangement or something. Um Maybe they don't realise, they didn't realise at that point the importance of that bout. Towards the end, you know, they know that these bouts are getting important. But anyway, everyone fired up here. Well, I think they understood it when they saw these two step up. Hoshoryu, we've spoken about his touchy eyes over the last few days. Again, so, so good. He had a plan here, which was to go straight on the belt of Hokuseho and he achieved that. Yeah, I have to apologise here to Hoshori because I doubted him here when he went on the belt. I wondered whether he should have um, he was should have been a bit more tricksy here, but 
he had a plan, didn't he? But don't you he? reckon this is gutsy to go straight at the Well, big because man. of what he did, I think. Well, yeah. It was the true. exactly right plan. And I just had forgot that this is how he wins against him. Yeah. Hokuseho, all he could do was, tr- was to try to reach over the back. Yep. So he Hoshori. had the belt as well. Yeah. He eventually got it. But while he was doing that, Hoshori was positioning that leg. Mm. Now, we've seen a, f- a few people try this and be unsuccessful, which is to try to like weave your leg in under Hokuseho and try to trip him over. But they're not Hoshori. They are not Hoshuri. Mm. He is a master at this. Even he had to have two goes. He did, which is amazing. Yeah. Shows uh, how hard Hokuseho is to fell, but he did. And it felt like a tree being cut down and knocked onto the ground. An amazing win for Hoshoryu. I thought it was fantastic. Obviously he had this as his plan and to be able to pull it off like this, even though it took that, that first guy, that first go kind of destabilised him a bit, but then when he just locked it around, it's so cool to see unfold. It's like the sumo goes into um, uh, slow motion and you're just like, oh, I see what you're doing. And because I just had forgotten so much about this tactic, I was just like, yes, well done. This was an absolute roller coaster ride for Hoshoryu. He's eight and seven and, I mean, history... You know, when people in a thousand years look back at Sumo uh, DB and they see an 8-7 here, they won't really understand the drama. Mm. They won't understand the mental fortitude that Hoshoryu <laughs> had to show to get this Kachikoshi. Like, he reset his Sumo mm. halfway through the Basho and suddenly the touchy eye started working and suddenly he looked unstoppable again. Yeah, and maybe he should have got the Ginosho here because the Kimarite actually was Watashikomi, yeah. which is a thigh-grabbing pushdown because he did trip him, but then at the end he, he tripped his whatever leg it was and then he actually picked up the other leg with so his cool. hand as well. So cool. Just to make sure that both legs were out from underneath him. Yeah, I mean, look, we could name three or four Rikishi who could have got the Ginosho. Let's face it. Give them out. Give them out. Come on. We'll do do them. Hand them over to us. So, oh, so Hoshoryu 8 and 7, Kachikoshi, Hizozeki, no K-word. Hokuseho, though, with that loss, will not take part in the playoff Mm. with Atami Fuji. And it is the first time that all uh, three Ozeki now have been Kachikoshi since uh, like midway through last year. (laughs) Again, it's not that long. That's not I know an you interesting don't like statistic. that stat. I know. I like wanted to say something it. that happened last year. I haven't had a birthday in <laughs> over twelve months. That's an interesting statistic. That's I not, said it. I, I got know. it in. Yeah, well done. Daisho up against Takakesho. Such an important bout. Now one of these two is going to be in the playoff. There's some talk here. You know, we we talked about the talk before about who. Atami Fuji's yes. uh, opponent was. The talk about this bout is why isn't Takakesho uh, up against Kirishima? Um, instead, he's up against Daisho. He has a like a really good yeah. winning record against Daisho. He gets him every time pretty much. So 17 v 7. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's what the Torakumi is. That's what we're dealing with. And, and Daisho's in career best form, mm. I would say. Yep. Like he looks as good as he can look. Yep. Both of these two have beaten Atami Fuji already on day 12 and 13 respectively um, and one of them is going to end up fighting him again. Daisho opt for, he went back to his normal sumo and 
I guess this was an, a good idea because, you know, that's what he knows how to do, but it's not how he's beaten Takakesho before and it wasn't how he was able to beat Takakesho today. Takakesho can do the same and at the moment can do it better and he came back and pushed uh, Deosho across the bales. Yeah, we were talking before, I mean, just on paper looking at this head-to-head, which is now 18-7, you go, that doesn't seem possible. But when you see these two go head-to-head, they're offering the same sumo. It's just that Takakesho is so much better at, or maybe not better, he's just more economical with mm. this pushing style of maybe sumo. Maybe his angles. <laughs> he's coming from lower. He's coming from lower, but he also hits very effectively from the side. I mean, Takakesho, yep. just too good for Daesho today. So Daesho finishes on 10-5, and as you said, Takakesho moves in to the playoff. And it also means that there's no Fighting Spirit Prize for Daesho because he didn't win. No Fighting Spirit Prize for Hokuseho as well. We didn't mention it at the time, but they're just not going out. They're not going out. Um, Kirishima, Ozeki versus Takiyasu. Takiyasu, another Rikishi who has a Fighting Spirit Prize Mm. on the line and another Rikishi who could join that playoff with a win against Kirishima. Takiyasu, I thought he looked strong early, but I'm not sure if I'm looking for positives. Well, I have to say there was a bit of talk from you about <laughs> before this bout about, oh, my goodness, this could be a from behind well, Takiyasu miracle win. I just, I looked off into the distance and I just said aloud, I believe. Mm. Yep. Turns out I was wrong because, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this bout, Takiyasu looked okay early, but it felt like as soon as Kirishima <laughs> moved laterally, and Takiyasu had to twist. He just suddenly looked uncomfortable and Kirishima was able to pick up that win just by slipping aside and slapping Takiyasu down. Takiyasu finishing on 10 and 5. And I feel like he just doesn't get enough credit because everyone's hoping so hard for him to have that Yusho success. You know, whenever he gets a 10 and 5, we're just like, oh, well, that's finished, that's yeah. gone. He's disappointing. He's choked at the end. Whereas he's actually done extremely well. Better than most well, other better people. better than most. And, I, you know, finishing with double digits. I actually don't think anyone would, I mean, of course they will. I'd be surprised and judgmental against people who thought that this was a choke from Takiyasu. I, I really thought this was, it was clear that he was fighting with an injury. Yep. I think this was brave. This was courageous. A 10-5 when maybe he should have gone Kyujo is a great result. Yeah. No Finding Spirit Prize for him, though. That's so, nobody who's won that prize. No Ginosho, no Fighting Spirit Prize. Kirishima. That's, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. Kirishima finishes on nine and six, so he was able to pick up one more win after getting rid of that Katabun. Yeah, nice stuff. That takes us to the playoff. Mm. Atami Fuji versus Takakesho. We were treated to some amazing vision of that very regimented Atami Fuji preparation in the Hanamichi very much involves his tukebito. Yep. He has a little massage. A little massage. The slaps. Little slaps. Slap, slap, back, butt slap. And it finishes, this whole routine finishes after the slaps with Atami Fuji charging down the Hanamichi yeah, yeah, and, and entering the arena. Run. Oh, I think that's so theatrical, so cool. Um, I was trying to look at, a tummy Fuji here and just try to read some sign of weakness or nervousness, but he was stoic. 
he was. in his preparation for this bout. I think he has a lot of rituals. It looks like it, like at every point, as you say in the Hanamichi, when he comes up yeah. onto the doyo, no. the way he goes back into the corner, the way he comes back out, the way he prepares to go down for the bout, everything is set. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. And I wonder if over time um, that will either develop or he'll dispense with some of that because um, today it seemed like it was a um, structure around but him that was protecting him a little bit. I completely agree. And I, and I think that one of the things that we spoke about early on in this Basho is just the different mindset that Atami mm. Fuji was bringing to his bouts compared to when he was in Makuchi two Basho ago and where things went all wrong. Yeah, when he did have the flu as well, we have to... Oh, well, he had the flu. <laughs> okay, that. okay. But, um, yeah, it's... I mean, every part of it is looking iconic. Yeah. Do you know? Even yeah. before he gets into the arena. <laughs> no, I like it. Oh. It's interesting that so young and so early he's got all of these set things that he... Yeah. That he does, but uh, mostly Takakesho doesn't have as many rituals, but he has the sternest yeah. face and the most set way of coming into this bout. He did, um, there's an Australian word, I think it's an Australian word called piss fart, <laughs> <laughs> which just means to muck around. I think usually we try to say muck around so that we don't have to explain the word yeah. piss fart, but today I'm going to lean into my... yeah. I've heard Australian. You don't hear that all that often, but I, no, I like that maybe you bring it up. Younger people, but Takakesha, he was piss fighting around a bit. Mm. And Atami Fuji was down so early, and Takakesha kind of did like a fist down thing, and it looked like his body was starting to go, and Atami Fuji kind of went, and they didn't do a full reset. I thought this was I, weird. Me too. I, I mean, obviously, Takakesha was trying to break. Uh, Atami Fuji's mental preparation here. But there was no stand-up reset. They were basically back down again. I, I wonder this was very I weird. wonder if it was Atami Fuji's inexperience here that if yeah. he was more well, not just the right. inexperience, but the nervousness, he could have had the confidence perhaps to just go, No, I'm not ready again. I need the time to go through my sweeping again and get myself set. Yeah. Because then Takakesho didn't put, he did his quick hands sweeping down motion, didn't touch the doyo well, like he I, never does. Can I say, I didn't even see much of a downwards arm movement here. Yeah. There wasn't even the, we're doing this for show. Yeah. I'm going to try to hit the ground. It was barely anything. Barely anything. He let Atami Fuji yeah. jump forward and he slapped him straight down. So obviously this was Takakesho's plan. He knew he would come forward. He knew there was so much um, associated yeah. with this. So much energy, so much stress and anxiety for Atami Fuji that he would just come forward no matter what. He knew that and it was the biggest anti-climax in the world. It looked like a hanker. Where hanker. he just put him straight down. It looked like a hanker. Yeah, I mean, I think, it, I think it was. The difference, the slight difference for me is that he put his hand straight on Atami Fuji's head, but it doesn't matter because he was out of the way, which is a hanker. So I think yeah. I have to admit to myself that it was a handcuff. I mean, I was trying to be generous going, oh, this is a meet and move, mm. but it looked it looked like a handcuff to me. And, you know, it's, I'm a big fan of Takakesho. I didn't need Atami Fuji to win. I thought he's already had his success by just being here and getting to experience what, it's to, what it is to be at the, a leader at the end of a basho. But this left me really flat. Yeah. 
yeah, we fell quite flat after this. I'm just going to say it. Like yeah. it, it didn't feel like a fun playoff. You know, we also, we want playoffs. Like when, when Atami Fuji lost, I mean, I, I think I probably, I never know how I'm going to feel until I get there. I think I probably would have loved Atami Fuji yeah. to win. Yeah. Like it would have been just such a great and lovely story. But I think Takakesha deserves it as well. So you get to the playoff, you're like, okay, nine times out of ten this is going to go Takakesha's yes. way. No worries. We just see it play out. We're happy for both. But to see it play out this way is just so, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. I mean, Takakesho, let's face it, would have won probably just coming for doing what he does. I think he must have thought he couldn't risk it. Uh, yeah. I mean, what does that mean, though? He's not intimidated by a tummy Fuji. He's beat a tummy Fuji already. Yeah, well, he must have been. He must have just not judged it worth the risk to go forward. <sighs> Which cheated us all out of a know, good match. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think at the end of the day, that's it. We were, these playoffs are the things that, you know, in your future, in 10 or 20 years, you remember where you were. Mm. These flashpoint memories. Mm. Kiss Nasada Fuji. <laughs> Kiss Fuji. We remember these. So for it to fall flat like this yeah. and for us to be denied about between two Rikishi who have had such outstanding basho to test themselves against each other, to actually see who was better mm. in that final bout. We didn't get to see that. We didn't. And I know I'm quite aware that I've been um, a little bit back and forth on Takakesho's <laughs> hankers. Like he's done some mm. and I've kind of stood up for him actually. I've said when you need to do it, when you're injured and you need to win, like, just yeah. do it. And we've seen That's him do totally that. different. He's not injured now. Yeah, when he was cut trying to yes. scrape together wins, you're like, hey, mate, not pretty, but I understand mm. it. Yeah. But if he can't as a now, well, he at the time, three-time Yusho winner, six-time runner-up, Ozeki for how many years now? Yeah. He can't face up to a 21-year-old yeah. at Maigashira 15 yes. and win, honestly. Yes. Mate. I love your work, but you're making it very, Ooh, very hard. It's very hard. And a lot of us have stood by Takakesho. Oh, we have. And we're like, you know, all the haters out yeah, there, yeah, 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 get yeah, over yeah. it. He's fine. He's great. When he's in form, he's, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Well, his sumo's been so good, yeah. this basho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been outstanding. I think the other factor for me is that honestly we've come off this Arby business and I don't <laughs> want to go on and on about it. But it, I want you to go on and on so about it. It's been so annoying Yeah, that to see it happen again in such a crucial point without Arby involved, it's just like, well, hey, stop it. Hey, I want to get ahead of the social media comments that are going to come out which go along the lines of, and you've heard this before, Oh, Hank is an accepted part of sumo. It's allowed. It's part of the rules. To these people, I've got a message for you, and that message is shut up. <laughs> shut up. I don't want to hear it. Not now. Too soon. Not now. Too soon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have said those very words before. Shut I up. I just think it's, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never liked that. But um, I I feel like I've defended Hanker's. Before, but for me, it's very much about context. Oh, I mean, the 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 findings come out of coming out of you know Dr. Ben Marshman's Henker Laboratory in Tokyo. It's all about context. Mm. 
Also, I think the more sumo I watch, the less I like it because of that very fact that it just denies you of a good bout. Like I don't want to spend, I spend so much of my time, we spend so much of our time watching this amazing sport. We love it so much. What's the point of that? On a, apart from the odd occasion or the meme, you know, like Chiyoshoma or something like that, you know, someone who does it a bit or is known for it, what like yeah, what's the point? Hankers are okay when they're funny. They're fu- they just got to be funny. Well, they've got to be funny. Yeah, this wasn't funny. No, it wasn't funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny for anyone. Tell you what wasn't funny, seeing a tummy Fuji crying as he walked back oh, down the Hanamichi. God. That was not funny and I felt something very deep in my heart. Yeah. For this young man. I was so proud of him. I He won't go through that much pressure again for a while, you have to think. Um, you were saying it's okay, you're going to do it, it's going to come. Oh, look, yeah, I, I do. I mean, Atami Fuji, I feel, has what it takes to do this again. This wasn't a Tokushoryu flash in the pan, you show. No. Do you know? No. This, he will build, he's only going to get better. He's only going to get use more and more comfortable with being under this kind of pressure. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this would have been a whirlwind two weeks for him. We saw the the adoration of the fans outside of Kokugikan. He gave them time. He yep. gave them yeah. energy this week. Yeah. It's the kind of he, kid he is. He had fans, but now he has a legion of fans. Yeah. Do you know the other thing I noticed? After his bout with Asaniyama, you know how in the stadium there's usually like so many Asaniyama towels? There were fewer yeah. when Asaniyama won. There were still some. Put them down. <laughs> how dare you? But um, there were fewer and I think... I think that bout was judged quite equally, Look, even by Asaniyama fans. I, I think that this day 15 Tokyo crowd, let's face it, they had no idea what was going yeah, well, on. That's why well. there were no towns yeah, there. maybe. <laughs> just corporates. So overall, I think we were just left. It was such an amazing basho. Yeah. But we were left a little bit cold by this end. Um, I was in and out listening to his... I mean, I don't understand all of it, but his his acceptance speech, you know, I've watched a few of the cups. Mm, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, you were out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a big Tucker Keisho fan. Mm. It's his fourth year show. I'm, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, I mean, we, maybe we should talk about On him. paper, I'm fourth happy. Fourth year show. I, I just Congratulations. Like you know, and time will heal these emotional scars that I have. <laughs> uh, how much time? That's the question. Yeah. Well. Don't, just don't do it. Don't do it. Just win properly. Just go back, rewind, win properly. All right, so that's it, Makuchi. Takakesho is our Yusho winner, Atami Fuji. He'll come back. Yep, he will receive a large bump and we'll see how he goes in Fukuoka in November. In person, we'll be able to report back on Atami Fuji's goings-on. There's a few guys at the bottom of Makuchi who will be passing out. We've kind of mentioned them as we've gone. Kagiyaki Daishoho Chishoma, maybe Aoyama, maybe Nishiki Fuji, Jurio. Yeah. I mean, for all the Jurio action, please go back and watch our um, YouTube live commentary. But it was a fantastic win by the great, the one and only, the special man. The great man. Ichiyamamoto. Yeah, look, I, I thought he had an absolute challenge ahead of him today. Diamami. Mm. Big, wide, 
hard to move. We've seen Ichiyamamoto have issues with generating enough power from those thrusts, but just see him, just to see him getting close and just body the big man out. Oh boy. It was really cool. Ichiyamamoto, he's found his timing. He's found his sumo back again. He's obviously feeling uninjured. He and Onosato from Nishonoseki Bay came in on 12 wins, the new big powerhouse, Onosato. Onosato came up against Roga, who was 7-7, seven and seven, and Roga was able to beat him, which left Ichiyamamoto in the winning position. I compel you to go and watch mm. these bouts on our YouTube channel today, this Roga Onosato belt was unbelievable. Roga is the real deal. Yeah. So we will see Roga move up to Makuchi in um, November. He went eight and seven at Jurio One. So some of the other new names, well, this is a well, returning name. Yep. <laughs> Very happy about this. Tomokaze, who was in, has been in Makuchi before, beautiful classical piano player from Nishonoseki Bea. He has found his pushing form again after coming back from injury. And for at least one more basho, I don't know how long it's going to last. Mm, it will be interesting. He'll be back in the Makuchi ranks. Ichi Yamamoto is going to be back. And then maybe Tohakuryu Chirinoumi Maybe even Kidnawaka. And if yeah. you don't know these names, get into Jurio. It's the best. involved. <laughs> saying it over and over. Got a few Jurio friends who will be leaving us for Makushita Kiho uh, after mm, going Kyujo. Finishes on four wins, eight losses and three days off at Jurio 14. Goodbye, sir. Hakuyozan at Jurio 11 went four and 11. So he'll be exiting. And Chiyosakaye at Jurio 8. Now, I think this is a bit of a line ball. Yeah, I think it's 4-11. Sure I actually think he'll he'll be fine, I reckon. They'll find some room for him. Yep. Coming up to Jurio, uh, Hitoshi. The other reason to watch uh, the YouTube <laughs> Jurio commentary is because there was a seven-way Makushita, the third division, playoff. It doesn't happen very often. We've seen one Jurio playoff with maybe five. Four or five, or f- yeah. yeah. And it was confusing then. Yeah, and they draw <laughs> chopsticks chopsticks or straws or something and decide who goes against who. This was a seven-way playoff and it was won by uh, Hitoshi who will come up to Jurio. Yuma might be back again if you know uh, that guy. Yep. And Hidnaumi, who has been a stalwart in both Jurio and Makuchi yeah. ranks for a long time. Tobizaru's brother yep. uh, will come back up to Jurio. I think he went five and two at Makushita. I think that'll be two. enough for him. Yep. Uh, we had a Johnny Dunn playoff as well, which is mm-hmm. on our YouTube live stream. And we, sh- we saw Anosho win from Ajigawa. So he did that win in front of ex Amanashiki today. Yes, he's Beautiful Shimpan. stuff. Uh, the Shimpan, who is his um, Oyakata, Oyakata, I should say. Yep. And the Jonakuchi winner was Shiroma from Onoe Bea. Uh, is Makushita. he the guy with the glasses? Uh, Who's that? No, that's no. Anosho. Oh, that's Anosho, yeah. Yep, who you just mentioned before who oh, won the yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny Dunn playoff. Yep. Cool glasses. Cool glasses. Him and Nishikigi who uh, need to pop their glasses on straight after <laughs> all bouts. Hey, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Sundanme winner was Kita Harima. He's 37 years old. He's been around, around for a long time. He looks so young. He does actually, doesn't he? He's a very slight fellow. Yep. Uh, but just just does not age. Yep. And he's not giving up. He's not out of the sport. But he yet. loves sumo too much. Yeah, but he got another Yusho on his uh, belt. 
His highest rank is Mike Shearer, 15. I don't think he's going to come back up there, but <laughs> doing the sun done, mate. You yeah. sure that's all right. Makushta, we mentioned already, was Hitoshi from Oitakaze Bea. That's um, some success for the Heia of Daisho Endo Tobizaru. Dai Shoho and Dai Amami. Yeah. Lots of good guys in that. I'm stable. looking forward to seeing how Hitoshi mm. goes in uh, Jurio. Yes. Exciting Very stuff. Much. So that's the lower divisions. That's all the, pretty much all a day at 15 action that we've got for you today. Well, let's wrap this basho up. Firstly, thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, we, you know, we, we put a lot into bringing you a podcast every day and we, we work our life around it. A big thank you to Rob, uh, friend, yes. best friend of the podcast, who lives in Tokyo, who stepped in a couple of times while I was away, partway through. Rob, we love and appreciate your work, your insights. Sometimes I listen to them and I go, I know nothing about sumo. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, while it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so great to have uh, Rob as part of the Sumo Mainichi family. Uh, a big thank you to to the people who don't have to, but who choose to support the podcast financially. Mm. We don't need you to do it, but we really, really appreciate it. And it helps offset some of the costs that go into hosting uh, the podcast, plus buys us some sake to enjoy. Mm. I'm looking at the sake that we bought this time. I've spilt a fair bit of it. Yeah, you have actually. It's very Halfway wet. Through, it's I wet heard you go whoops side. really quietly. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to show up. Yeah, I was free pouring. Get the computer out of the way. (laughs) To all of those people. Thank you to just in general the Western uh, sumo coverage community, Sumo Kaboom, Grand Sumo Breakdown, Salt City Sumo, Sumo Punks, all of these people who put in their time and effort to help promote this brilliant sport. Our mates at Dallas Sumo Club. Dallas Sumo Club. Love you guys. Big fans. Uh, Yeah, just, you know, anyone who speaks to someone in their life about sumo, even though they might come off as a mm. freak <laughs> at their work, yep. which is me. Also me. <laughs> I do it all the time. They ask me how it's going now. Yeah. Actually, I think I might have broken okay. the back of it. And they're mm. like, oh, was, is there a battle on? How's it going? Yeah. I'm like, I've done it. <laughs> they don't care, but whatever. Yeah, you know, you know, classical music people. <laughs> they have no idea about sport. Well, thank you so much. We've had a great time. We are absolutely spent. We're going to go and crawl into bed and just have a bit of a rest, I think. Congratulations to Takakeisho, but also congratulations to Atami Fuji. And also congratulations to all of you because you're all ace. From Sumo Manichi, we will uh, see you next time. Bye. Yeah.